0: Hey guys, welcome to Overcrest. I am Jake.
1: And I am Jess.
0: That's right. Jess Cluel, the better Cluel, is in studio this week. So your husband, Chris, has had what I'm calling the gallbladder delete mod done. And so he's uh, currently recuperating from that. So what better opportunity to have you in to basically tear apart Chris and all of his crazy decisions and uh, weird stories over the years without him here to defend himself. So before we get into that, we're also going to do some project updates. I have a bunch of stuff I've been working on. You can also recount from your perspective what the heck Chris has been doing out in the garage. And we're also, Jess, you're super into like true crime stories. Always have been. So we'll we're going to get into... <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about murder. Cool. So it's going to be the best cars of crimes over the years. Yeah. And also basically how to get away with murder. Sure. Awesome. Before we get to that, let's talk about our sponsor, Petrol Box. Petrol Box is a monthly subscription service specifically made for the automotive enthusiast. Each month they carefully select items, including tools, detailing supplies, apparel, garage gear, stickers, publications. I even got some really cool uh, tools and they have a really quality face mask. mask. Face mask. See, Has Chris been wearing his too? Yes.
1: Chris is uh not into face masks. I know he's not. He he bought one of those schmogs. What's a schmog? Oh, I'm, I shouldn't have said that. It's those things that they wear in like uh, Middle Eastern countries. It's like the scarf. Okay. That's what he wears until he got the petrol box one, which he wears all the time now.
0: Yeah. No, it's it's high quality stuff. And what I like about them is even if it's not stuff you would necessarily go out and buy, it's really cool things that you get to experience then. And it's usually the latest and greatest in the industry because they get the newest stuff. So there's actually two different levels of subscription to choose from. You have the petrol box basic, which costs less than 20 bucks a month, while the petrol box premium gets you even more gear for $39.95 a month. Be sure to check them out at mypetrolbox.com and use the code OverCrest at checkout to get six dollars off your
1: first month. Chris gets really mad because I open his petrol boxes when he gets them. You do? Oh, yeah. That's I the t- best part. It's I, like Christmas morning. Yeah, I totally open them. I cut the little, little <laughs> thing and I go through it and I'm like, all right, this is cool. I'll take this. And then I shut it again. And then he's like, wait, no, I, had, I wanted to do this Instagram story. And I was like, that's all right. Jake's already done it.
0: <laughs> Love it. Awesome. All right. So I've actually been doing a lot of work on not only my car, but the C10 pickup truck. And, Jess, did you hear what happened to my 9 11 before? I sure did. <laughs> so, the 9 11 carb parts finally arrived because after the carb fire, then I ordered parts, new uh, atomizers from Italy because it's the only place that stocks, I guess, Zenith carb parts.
1: And they were stuck in <coughs> work They were, they or were stuck or in something? Paris okay. for
0: like two weeks. I don't know. And so, I got it all together. It's back in the road. I drove it today and. I'm hyper paranoid now that, like, all these noises I was hearing before where it's just not idling right, and there's, like, a little pop now and then, I'm like, that's all backfiring, and I'm going to have a whole nother carb fire again. So I was talking to your husband, Chris, and I was like, yeah, I don't think it's running quite right. He's like, well, what what happened? I was like, no, I think it's always ran this way. I just never was paranoid enough or realized that it wasn't running quite right. So I need to spend more time fine-tuning it and making sure – that it's running perfectly. So I ordered more car parts from Italy, which will take another five weeks to get here. And I can only wait for Chris to go through this nightmare of modified carburetors with his upgrade <laughs> that, that he's doing. But he's
1: going to do it perfect. Well, it's going to be perfect out of the box. He's going to adjust those two things that yeah, he about. Yeah, it's perfect about. out of the box, supposedly, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what he's
0: saying. Well, yeah, no, he, that's a whole nightmare too that I'm sure you can fill us in. on what's going on there. But before we get there, I also have this uh, C10. It's a 1964 Chevy pickup that my dad and I went in on together. And it's great because it's been over at his place for the past few months and he's been doing all the work on it that I wouldn't really care to do. He's been doing all the body work and cleaned up the interior on and on. And so I got it to my house and the first thing I did, well, actually the first thing I did, so he put brand new fenders on the front Mm -hmm. because there was some rust like through the metal. And he's like, we can't have that. We can have patina, but we can't have any panels that are rusted through. It's like, whatever. So he painted them perfectly. He like polished them and got them buffed out. And the first thing I did when I brought it home is sand them down. (laughs) 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 They didn't match the rest of the truck. It was all polished, you know, new looking paint. And so, yeah, now it actually looks good. it looks like it has patina on it because I basically sanded right through the paint. Sure. Um, No, but the second thing I did then was lower the front end. And it
1: looks awesome. It does look awesome. <laughs> I voted. You better voted is better low. when lowered? Yes, totally.
0: Okay. The problem is it's literally resting on the A arms.
1: That's like all it right. can't move. That's cool.
0: I tried to move it a foot forward in the garage and it's just, <sighs> just grinding the floor. <laughs> so that's not gonna work. We had already lowered the rear a little bit. Yeah. Because those trucks kind of had a rake to them from the factory. And so we lowered the rear. It was like six inches, I think. And so the way, driving it from Hudson over to my place, it had this weird, like, reverse rake going on. So I lowered the front, and I have two-inch drop spindles, new modern disc brakes set up, and then I also, rather than ordering... So the rear, I should start at the beginning. The rear springs, in order to lower it, they have uh, basically pigtailed ends on both sides of the spring. So you can't just cut the coil because it won't mount back up. Right. The fronts, however, are just a normal straight spring. So, you can either buy, like, the $200 lowering springs. Everything, that's the other thing. Going from 911 world to an old Chevy pickup, parts are so damn cheap. Oh, yeah. yeah like, yeah. Chris could have bought three well, yeah. of these things set With to go. Chris's new
1: truck, his rabbit pickup truck, Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, everything is basically free.
0: It's so great. Like, for what Chris spent on carburetors in the last week, we could have bought another C10. And so, I, I was like, well, I'm just going to cut the coils on the factory spring to lower the front and... They're like, you can do one coil off, we'll get like a nice look, and two coils off is super aggressive. But what they didn't tell you is when you have the two-inch drop spindles as well as the two-inch drop on the springs, then you're just sitting on the ground, which is what happened.
1: And it looks great. It looks great. It It doesn't go
0: anywhere, but it looks great. So I ordered these. um, It's basically like it makes a coilover out of a regular just spring. So it's little uh, threaded spindles that you put on the A-arm weld them in place and then I'll have some adjustment. So I'll be able to raise it like an inch. Cool. It'll be good, it, it'll be set, set to go. Nice. So yeah, at your house you have uh, three cars that don't move.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So <laughs> you, okay, I wanna hear your perspective cause this is unique. So Chris's Porsche, that recently got back from the body shop. Mm-hmm. How does it look? It looks amazing. I haven't seen it in person. But it
1: kinda looks the same. That's what I thought.
0: <laughs> like sure, it looks great but no one's gonna notice the difference.
1: Yeah. I. I don't know. I I know he's always been bothered about it not being straight, but I don't really know why. Does
0: he sit out there with like a laser level every night and like figure out how not straight it is? I <laughs> You could never notice that. I don't
1: know. I have no clue.
0: All right. So he got the car back in the body shop. That's great. But- first thing he did then was tear apart the CIS. The car ran no, great.
1: No fucking idea why he did that.
0: It, it <laughs> ran great. And now he's giving me shit that I should bolt up the CIS that he tore off because yeah. my car is not quite running right. So, yeah, I'll just do what you did. And he's not taking his own advice. Meanwhile, so
1: he, he could just be driving the car. He could right be now. driving the heck
0: out of it. Yeah. Yes. No. Right. And instead, he is switching to carbs. So, he ordered these carburetors. He didn't take his own advice and buy new which he could have for all the money he spent. So instead he bought some used PMO carburetors, which are very cool. I get why he's doing it, but he shouldn't have. Right. And then he got the wrong manifolds.
1: Like four times.
0: Like several (laughs) times they sent the wrong manifolds. And I I think the the
1: latest is the guy just said like, just port your... (laughs)
0: He goes, (laughs) yeah, he he sent me that. And we don't don't need to get into it too much. But it was kind of funny when... Chris is like, yeah, I think I have the wrong size manifolds because at first they were either too small, I think. They started so out
1: too way too big and then Okay.
0: With Which I don't want bought. because then when your intake manifold matches up to your cylinder head, you're basically like part of the hole mm-hmm. from your intake is covered up because it's way too big. So you have right. all this air that isn't flowing properly. So too big.
1: Then way too small.
0: Then way too small. And then, small. And and, then and, oh, just use the original ones and port your cylinders was Kind of what the recommendation was. Yeah, which is ridiculous. <laughs> all right, so we'll see if that'll ever get on the road.
1: Yeah, probably not. I think Kay. he's. I think he's thinking overcast rally. Okay. Well, it, it was supposed ready. to
0: be that he was going to do all the scouting in the car for the rally.
1: That's not going to happen.
0: Which will not happen. <laughs> it's totally
1: not going to happen, especially now after his his gallbladder delete. Yeah. Um. He's, he's kind of out of commission for a while. Kind of a baby about it. <laughs> I mean. It is an organ that came out, but. But it's not a necessary one. (laughs) No.
0: I do have several. So my wife, being a doctor, I like asked her about all this. She's like, no, it's no big deal, first of all. And then she's like, but you do have to change your diet a lot. Like anytime you can't eat fatty foods anymore. Anything else? Oh, I
1: thought that's why you got rid of it is so he could eat fatty
0: foods. No, so I told Chris this. He's like, oh, no, the doctor said it's going to be fine. I can just eat fatty foods. She's like, yeah, no, that you like you oh will have terrible diarrhea right after you <laughs> eat anything like that.
1: Oh no! So this will be, be interesting. Because he eats like a twelve-year-old. Yes, boy. he is a twelve-year-old boy. Yeah. Macaroni cheese, spaghetti, pizza. Yeah. Hot Lots dogs. of ketchup. Lots of ketchup.
0: Can't put salt on anything. No. This will be interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then he wanted the car ready for because we're going to go out to Pike's Peak at the end of the month. Oh, are you? We are. Oh. Did you not know this? <laughs> no, I <didn't> know <laughs> <laughs> so we're going out to Pike's Peak, and he's like, "Yeah, we're going to take the car." We'll take like both of our 911s and like do a cool road trip out there and his won't be ready. And so now he's defeated. And he was like, well, we could take mine. He's like, I don't know. We'll just take something comfy like the wagon.
1: Uh, did not he just give you a bunch of shit about this? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, he did. About going out to Road America right, in right, the right. comfy car. Right, So then I said, well, if we're going to drive something comfy, let's just take the Macan. And he's like, all right, let's do that. So thumbs up. <laughs> okay, correct. Um, another reason he is getting older and crotchety is he sent me a message the other day with a sign that he put out in the front yard that said, this is a neighborhood, not a racetrack. Please slow down. It's not
1: even in our yard. It's like, where is it? It's like by the park, but it's like in our neighbor's yard. (laughs) But did you see what he bought to go with it? Well,
0: okay. I was like, whatever. I get it. Yes. You have kids. Yeah. But then he... Bought a flashlight to illuminate the sign a at night.
1: Solar powered light. Oh, I thought it was just a flashlight no. he set out
0: there. Solar so this is a permanent light. fixture now.
1: Yeah. So we're wow. wa- we're we're going for a walk yesterday to like because of his gallbladder thing he needed to move, and so he's got this. He's all like all excited. He can like barely move. He's like. You know, he's wearing pajama pants, like, slowly walking down the street. (laughs) Does
0: he have his walker with (laughs) him?
1: Basically. Well, he's holding onto my arm, and he's got this solar-powered light that he's going to go put over there. And there's this (laughs) – so there's there's this old guy walking down the street super slow towards us. And Chris is holding this light, but it's got, like, the big dagger in the end. Yeah, yeah. So you can put it in the ground. ground. And he's just, like, holding it, like, slowly walking towards this dude. I'm like, oh, no, this guy's going to get so freaked out. And so he's, like – you know, he stops and talks to this guy, and he's like, kay. "He's Mister Wilsoning, like complaining about all yeah, the people all these young gas. kids are
0: driving too quick in the neighborhood."
1: Oh, and the old dude's totally like, "Yeah, I know. Did you see those kids down the street?" <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, "I'm gonna keep on walking."
0: Wow. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's the one revving his engine at all hours of the night, I imagine, pissing all the Yeah, probably. Off. Probably. Okay. Well, yeah. And then you also have two Volkswagen trucks in your driveway. Mm-hmm. Does the blue one run? What's going on with the blue one?
1: I think the blue one runs, but the floor is really rusty or the brakes no, don't work. No, that's the gray one. Something doesn't work and he doesn't want to drive it. Or he doesn't want to double. He doesn't want to fix things twice. because Right.
0: Like, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Because he wants to do the engine swap and the blue one. So he's like, why would I fix it? Yes. Because then you could drive it.
1: And the truck is also in the garage. It's not in the driveway.
0: So both of your cars that are functional right now, both the Volkswagen wagons-
1: Are in the driveway.
0: outside. Yeah. Okay.
1: All winter, all, all times of year.
0: All right. So while we're ragging on Chris, you have some interesting stories that I don't know if I've heard before, and certainly listeners haven't.
1: Yeah. So these are all, uh, these are why I should have like ran right away. <laughs> <laughs> um, starting with our second date. Okay. Um, so we, we had our first date. We met online when it was super creepy and weird. But he had like so he had he dyed his hair black back then. Uh huh. Yeah, emo he, Chris. Yeah, and then he had this white spot in the front that he bleached. Okay, so, so the skunk like, stripe. Super emo. Um. So anyway, eventually I was like, fine, I'll go meet this guy just to like get it over with, <laughs> you know. hmm And I pull up and I'm like uh, super awkward. I'm like, oh, now I gotta like talk to this guy yeah. and like where. I'm at an apartment complex. How am I supposed to find him? And I see this guy with the tightest pants I've ever seen (laughs) and a super tight shirt. And he's sitting, he's like sitting, but he's like laying on top of the hood of his car. Oh, he's
0: like posted up. Like, like, yeah. I can't,
1: yeah. It is a pink probe. Right? Oh, and I'm like, right, the pink
0: Ford probe. Which
1: I couldn't really say anything. I was driving a Geo Metro or something at the time where you just like. Didn't you
0: also have a lime green neon ACR though?
1: Yes, but I crashed that oh. very shortly before. Okay. And uh, so I was like, oh my God, what is this guy doing? This is weird, you know? And then we, we he eventually won me over and I was like, this went okay. Like, okay. How did he like,
0: win you over? I don't know. By being less creepy than he initially seemed, like is this I a, think so. is this a case of setting expectations so low on first impression and then you can only go up from there?
1: It could have been, but you <laughs> you know, Chris. Chris is very likable at first. Yeah. Right. Like as soon as you meet him, he's like a he, yeah. he makes you feel comfortable. Yeah, okay. You know, It's once and you get to know him. Chris comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, this is cool. Like I went home and I was like, like, like let's hang out tomorrow. You know, mm-hmm. I'm in town. And so I'm like waiting. I'm at my parents' house because I, co- I was home from college and that was why I was going to see him. And I'm like, man, he's not calling. This is kind of weird. And he just kept <laughs> not calling. And finally, it's like 12 o'clock in the morning and he's, I get a phone call from him. And he's like, yeah, can you come pick me up from the, the police station? Wait,
0: so this is, you've only been on one date. One date. And then he calls you out of the blue to pick him up from the police station? Yes.
1: Why? I should have not gone.
0: No. <laughs> no, wh- I
1: mean, obviously I should have gone. but well, at the
0: t- at the time, I'm surprised you did. <laughs> I know.
1: So I get, I well, it's like a half an hour to his house for my parents' house. And I get close and I see him like walking on the side of the road and I pick him up. And we get back to his apartment. He doesn't have keys to his apartment. So he's oh got to drive him to see his landlord. And long story short, he was like, Driving while suspended, but he didn't know he was doing it, and so they arrested him. Because, so his
0: license was suspended.
1: Yeah, it was like one of those things where you didn't pay the twenty dollars reinstatement fee afterwards, <laughs> so you get suspended again. And but I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. You're a bad boy. I like it. Oh, so
0: that's what it was. <laughs> Picking him up from jail was, yeah, that was yeah. the clincher. Okay.
1: Yeah. So that was that was how we met. And how we we started our relationship it was nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um I know you've also had some interesting stories along the way. What what you have notes here and yeah. I'm just curious about some of them. Uh engine harness tube sock.
1: Uh yes. So I don't remember what he was doing. This, this is a common theme of him like being like I'm busy, I need you to do this for me. So he had to do something and he's like I really need an engine harness for something. And I was like cool, I can figure this out. So I go to I go to you, Paul. <laughs> And I'm like, so you He
0: sends you to the junkyard to find an engine harness,
1: right? Okay. Yeah. So I'm at the, the U-Pull, and I'm like looking around, and I find—I don't remember what it was. It was probably like a—I'm sure it was some Jetta sort of market. yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I, got, I found the engine harness. Like, okay, I can figure well what I need to get out of here. And I'm like pulling things out, and all of a sudden I see this giant tube sock. <laughs> And I'm like, holy fuck, it's a leg. Yeah, it's a whole leg. Someone someone murdered someone and shoved their leg in this car. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like terrified. And, you know, there's like the old guys next to me. I'm like, oh my God, there's a leg. (laughs) And they're like, no, that's just what they wrap the something or other in. I don't remember what it is. Like the heater thing or something. But it's an actual like tube sock. Yeah.
0: Stuffed full of something that you assume was a human leg. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is all... Making sense I now. got
1: the engine harness, though. Good for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I know you guys also had, speaking of Volkswagens, a red Mark III Golf. Yes. Was that? Did you have that for a while? So or?
1: we had this one. Chris traded a red BMW for this. this was oh, one of the E30 bad, that he yeah, shouldn't have gotten yeah, rid this of. This was a bad trade. Yeah. And so we picked up, it was like he wanted this Mark three for a long time, but someone else got it. And then so he was like, Oh man, I really wanted this car that I never got. So when someone had it up for trade, he was like, yeah, I want it. Okay. But he didn't like know what it looked like anymore. Okay. And so he's like, I'm going to drive my car home. You drive this one home. And so I'm driving immediately. I get pulled over because it has the yellow headlights.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Uh, one of them isn't working.
0: Well, okay.
1: No front plate. Right. Uh, Expired tabs. <laughs> so even yeah. if the plate was there, right. done again? the little the little lights on the uh license plate thing weren't working. Oh, okay. So the license uh, plate the, lights the also. The tint was too dark. Yep. Uh it was too low. Okay, I that's don't know not that's really a thing. a thing, but I'm uh, sure you yeah. What else? I, there was like so many things. The guy's like, There's so much wrong with this car, like I don't even have a full list for you. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, my husband just bought it, and I don't know. Was he, he not
0: behind you? Like,
1: Yeah, he was. But Did
0: he is. pull over with you?
1: I don't know. I don't think he did. See, that's because what you
0: need to do is pull over with you, and then yeah. you can
1: kind of explain. But like. at that time, that's when he was like getting pulled over all
0: the time. <laughs> so he didn't <laughs> he want to be young, pulled over again. Yeah.
1: So the, I was just like, ah, I just got it. And he's like, okay, bring it home, yeah. and like, have and your dad th- fix everything on it. <laughs> was there like, you go. Okay, cool. Yeah, good. Yeah. Thank you,
0: sir. So you also have something listed here about an Iowa boat trip. I don't know anything <gasps> about this story.
1: Okay, so you know about Chris's XK22 or whatever. It's is that the giant, yellow outboard? No, this is the giant Chris Craft. This is craft. the Chris
0: Craft that's brown and orange.
1: Y- brown and white. Okay. The the speed lake boat or whatever it is. Oh, offshore raising boats. Yeah, 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 that yeah.
0: One. Uh, I like Speed Lake Boat better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So this was one of those things where Chris was like, I think I want a boat. Yeah. I want a boat. And he, he's s- literally
0: that meme of the cat reading the newspaper. He's like, I think I should buy a boat.
1: Yeah, totally. And Kay. then, of course, as soon as he gets something in his mind, it happens, you yeah. know? And so this was after we sold Jersey. Yes. And he was like, yeah, we'll use the money from selling your car to buy myself a boat. <laughs> and I was like, cool, that's that's a good idea. Let's do that. <laughs> and so one day I came home. And he's like, yeah, we're going to go look at this boat. And I was like, I don't want to do that. We don't, I don't want to spend $10,000 on a boat or something, which yeah. is what I think the guy told him it was. And and this is a
0: 19, is it an 82-ish Chris Craft? It's a fiberglass hull. It was like a 22 foot.
1: Yeah. It was, and it was, it was a big brown big
0: 350 and, or something. Brown
1: like. and cream. So whatever yep. decade that was like yeah, a popular we'll color. 80s, yeah. 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 Um, so then he, anyway, I'm like, so this guy's selling it for 10 grand. I'm like, I don't want to buy a $10,000 boat. This sounds terrible. And he's like, well, the guy told me that, you know, he wanted 12, but we should just oh, come so down there and look deal. at it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, just come down and look at it. And, I, and I'm like. Okay. Well, it's in Iowa. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, let's go. Let's see if your parents can watch the dog. Let's go.
0: <laughs> so we get
1: in the car and we start driving, and, and I've got like this weird feeling. It just feels like weird and wrong. And yeah. the guy wouldn't give us an address, and then he finally gave us an address. And the guy shows up, and he's in like a a white like '90s Mercedes, and he's like,
0: so Chris was into it right away.
1: Oh yeah. And the guy's like, oh yeah, I've got this like. um Big garage thing. What are they called? Warehouse. Kay. Full of boats. He's like, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be awesome. And the guy like still wouldn't give us the address. And he's like, just follow me. Just follow me. And then he's like, well, here's the street. And it was so bad that I was like on my phone. Like, if I die, <gasps> this is what happened. Like, this is where we were. Now, is this is the middle we of
0: nowhere, Iowa? or We met
1: him in like, so it's like kind of a a big little city. You know? Sure. And he takes us like all... It's it's nighttime, by the way. Like, I think by the time we meet him, it's like First 1 a.m. First rule of
0: buying anything used, never buy it at night.
1: Yeah. No. It's, so it's like 1 a.m. We're following this guy. I'm like emailing myself. If I go missing, this is the guy's license plate. This is like what he told us. <laughs> I, st- I still probably have that email somewhere. And so we get to... We finally see the boat. And Chris is like, eh, it's not quite as nice as I th- thought it was. Is. And yeah. he's like, the trailer's kind of bad. Needs some work. And he's like, So I'll give you like ninety five hundred and the guy's like, Oh no, I need like fifteen. And I'm Whoa. like, What the fuck are we doing here? Like, why are we here? We don't even we didn't even bring that much money with, you know? Yeah. And I don't know what happened. They were just like arguing and we had to get a hotel and the guy's like, Oh, I'll fix the trailer and, and go get like I think he said like get twelve thousand dollars and I'll send it to you. And so we're like going to banks and trying to like Transfer money because there's no US bank in Iowa. And, and I'm just going, oh, this is a nightmare. I don't even want this stupid boat. And anyway, we buy the boat. I think he, <laughs> he screws us around some more, tells us to go get more money. And like he, he was going to fix the trailer, but he couldn't figure out how to fix the trailer. So what? we had to, Do you know what
0: wrong, was wrong with the trailer?
1: I think we needed new tires. Okay. Uh, so we, we're going to like Fleet Farms and Menards and all these places. We're in Iowa. So luckily they have all these places. We finally, like, we get it, we bring it home, and the guy's, like, sending Chris messages, like, you need to uh, mail me back this, like, seat that he used to, like, step on when he climbed in the boat, but it was, like, a, a seat cover from another boat that he had, and he's, like, I really need the seat cover back, and it just became this whole thing, and then we got the boat, and there was all kinds of shit wrong with the boat, and it took, like, forever to fix the boat. Wow. Yeah. So
0: good boat purchase.
1: And then we spent like the next six years trying to sell the Well, I remember boat.
0: it never ran right. No. And at one point he wanted me to buy it. So I think you still <laughs> had it by the time we started the podcast. Yeah. Wow. Okay. There you go. But we
1: did sell the boat. I think he made made back what he spent on the boat. But now he's still like, I want to get a boat. And I'm like, we're not getting a boat ever again. <laughs> yeah.
0: I Yeah. I heard I remember that yeah. phase. All right. So you didn't get murdered, which is good. Yes. Speaking of murders though, you are really big into true crime. Yeah. Everything true crime. And you have some, we're going to go through a bunch of stories that are the best cars of basically criminals. Or throughout.
1: stories relating to cars. Okay. Sort of.
0: <laughs> I like it. Car adjacent murder stories.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: But you actually have some tips for us which seem pretty, pretty basic about how not to get caught when you murder someone.
1: Yeah, this is like the biggest thing that, mur- that people do, especially when they like murder their wives or, uh-huh. or people they know, Uh huh. is they'll like, they want to take the car and like put the car at like an airport or like a mall or like, oh, she went for a run and oh, was never seen again. Oh, you want it again. to look like they just disappeared. Yeah, they just disappeared. Sure. Okay. But what they never do is put the car seat back to where it should have been. Oh, so it's, so always, it's like, always,
0: like, a little bit longer, so, yeah. it, like, the guy obviously drove it last.
1: But you and Chris will never have to worry about this, because you're both short. Right. And you wouldn't... <laughs> yeah. yeah, but if he murdered
0: you, you it would be like, hold on, why is the seat full, so far forward, <laughs>
1: Exactly, Mr.
0: Cluel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so if you plan on murdering your spouse, like, uh huh, Just cautious. make
0: sure you know where the seat is supposed yeah. to go. Yeah. Okay, I like it
1: that's it that's all okay, you have to do awesome then you can get away with
0: it <laughs> <laughs> how to get away with murder yes all right well before we move on to some of the uh most interesting stories involving cars and criminals uh let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor oberk oberk is a midwest manufacturer of polishing compounds and supplies that's research tested and developed by professional detailers oberk products are designed to decimate swirls holograms and oxidation on your vehicle's paint. And right now, Oberk is offering 20% off any order online with the code Overcrest. The discount code is good not only on OberkCarCare.com, but also on CarSuppliesWarehouse.com and DetailedImage.com. I'm not a huge fan of detailing in general, but Oberk is such a good product and they make it so simple. It's just, it's, it's a no-brainer. It's awesome. So check these guys out. All right. So, Jess. Yeah. True crime stories involving cars. Yes. What is the first one on your list?
1: I think everybody is like, obviously it's the Bronco, right? Yeah, car chase. OJ
0: Simpson, white Bronco, car chase.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Okay, so this was in what, 1994?
1: Yes. I remember like sitting at the table, like my feet on the kitchen table, like watching it. And the way my parents' house was, the cable, the TV in the kitchen was like two seconds
0: Delayed. Faster no oh, okay. faster
1: than the one in the living room. <laughs> so they're all in the living room like watching and I'm in the kitchen. I'm like on this tiny little T V <laughs> that Chris would like lose his mind if he ever saw because it's like an eighteen inch or something, oh, yeah, you know? No, I remember that. And I was just like, oh my God, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god.
0: Right. So for more than an hour, this ninety three Ford Bronco, which did you hear that the new Bronco they were gonna release on OJ Simpson's birthday? Yeah,
1: that would have been awesome. I know. They should have done that. They
0: so behind it trailed a whole plethora of, of course, police cars as the SUV made its way 50 miles through Orange County. Helicopters and in the back SUV, Simpson allegedly had a gun pressed to his own head. His longtime friend and former football teammate, Al Cowlings, known as AC, was at the wheel. The world held its breath during all of this.
1: And ordered a whole bunch of pizza. Wait, what? Domino's had like their best day ever. Are you kidding? No, that was like the best day ever for Domino's pizza delivery. I did not know that.
0: Cause how many hours did this police chase go on? At least an hour. it that okay? And Simpson surrendered finally.
1: Yeah, and he wasn't—he wasn't running. He just had his passport, like nine thousand dollars,
0: <laughs> uh, and just didn't see the cars behind yeah, him. Yeah, and he
1: had—he had like a fake mustache and goatee.
0: Are you kidding and, me? And, I just, see. And, I don't remember any of this. And
1: and like uh, adhesive to put it on. But he and and like. Extra clothes and stuff, but he was totally—he wasn't running. No, no, of <laughs>
0: course not. Jesus. Okay, so obviously the Bronco is the most famous car in a car chase, probably in real life. Probably. Ever. So next up, you have another car. But did
1: you did you know that you could rent his uh his Bronco out? Well, not his, but his buddy's Bronco out for birthday parties. Well, you can? You can't anymore. Now it's at uh, the Alcatraz Museum. But okay. But for a while, like this giant <laughs> porn producer bought it and he would like rent it out for parties and for like backdrops for photos, kids' birthday parties. Why would you want this at a kid's birthday oh, party? I totally would. I get that <laughs> for Irene's birthday. That'd be rad. Um, I had no idea. But so originally someone or the guy who owned it wanted to sell it because he's like, I'm done. I don't want to be associated with this car anymore. Yeah. And... He tried to sell it to this guy for like $75,000 Okay. and then he found out what the guy actually wanted to use it for. He wanted to use it. It would start at the murder house where Nicole Brown was murdered yeah. and then it would drive around to the grave site and be like totally like this awful thing, which I totally would do that. So, <laughs> <fun. laughs>
0: so it was going to be like a
1: tour. It was totally. Yeah. It was like a grave tour thing. And he was like, no, no, no. I don't agree to this at all. Why not? I don't know. $75,000 was not enough, I guess. I wonder.
0: So it, does this thing still exist, this Bronco? Yeah. I'm it's not at sure it's someone s- still has it. Yeah, it's at the museum. Oh, it's at the East Crime Museum. Yeah.
1: But he tried to, someone, that porn guy tried to sell it on, What's uh, that horrible show, Pawn Stars. Yeah. For like $1.3 million. And they're like, eh, I don't <laughs> think so. I'm guy. Yeah.
0: I really want OJ to buy it back.
1: Oh, Could you imagine? <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> he probably doesn't have the money. <laughs> Another weird story about that. Do you know... So uh, he wrote the book about it.
0: Yeah, like if I had done it if or I something. If I had done it.
1: Well, the family, I think it was uh, Ron Goldman's family. Yeah. Was supposed to get, they were supposed to get the money from- The proceeds, the proceeds of the book. proceeds. And they they also had some control over the book okay. as far as the cover. Okay. And so they're like, we don't like this, like, if I did it thing. Yeah. So what they did is they made it so the the if I- was like in like eight point font. And then it just said, I did it in like (laughs) 60 point font, which is awesome.
0: Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I No, see, I don't know much about the whole OJ thing. Why not? It was kind of before my time, like (gasps) I said.
1: All right. But you know about the chase.
0: I know about the chase for sure. I certainly don't know about this next one either.
1: The Zodiac Killer? I know of it. Okay. Well, the interesting thing about the Zodiac Killer is he drove a white... Chevrolet Impala okay, 1966, which yeah. was like the most popular car of the day.
0: Oh, sure. So, so it's,
1: everybody had one. It's like
0: that opening scene in the movie Drive with Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Where he's like, this is, and it wasn't an Impala too, but it was like a 2006 or whatever Impala. It was like the most popular registered vehicle in the state of California. It, you know, this is your car.
1: Yeah, totally. It's genius. So, there was, like, very little um, tips or info on this guy. Okay. And so, all they knew is that he drove this 1966 Impala. And so, people would be, like, constantly in fear every time they saw this white Impala drive by because everybody had one. Yeah. And so, they'd constantly get these tips and these tips and, like, we saw the white Impala, but there's, like. You a saw free.
0: a Impala.
1: Yeah. So, they never caught him. Wow. Probably because he made such a great choice in cars. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And now it's probably running on hydraulics somewhere on Pro- Dayton. Totally, totally. Right? Yeah. A sixty-six Impala. Yeah, that, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Isn't? Didn't they say that? Uh, who is it? Uh, the guy that ran for president that they think is the Zodiac killer?
0: Ted, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does he
1: have a sixty-six I Impala? I'm always should <laughs> <laughs> check.
0: All right. Uh, next up.
1: This Is my favorite.
0: This is your favorite. Yeah. Should we say murderer, this until your no. favorite murderer every, ever?
1: My favorite murderer ever.
0: Okay, well, I have a couple <laughs> that I thought were missing from your list here.
1: All right, let's do yours and then we'll come okay, back to my list. So, favorite
0: on March 3rd, 1934, Jess, America's first public enemy, number one, John Dillinger, uses a fake wooden gun to fool the guards and escape from the escape proof Lake County Jail in Cowan Point, Indiana. To cap off a day of embarrassing the cops, he steals Sheriff Lillian Holly's brand-new Ford V8 and uses it on a crime spree across the Upper Midwest, including gun battles in, right here, Wisconsin and Minnesota. Two months later, Dillinger supposedly drops a handwritten note to Henry Ford himself, the famed automaker, thanking him for building such a great car. For now, real? For real. <laughs> or so goes the story. So the letter that was sent had been proven to be fake. Dillinger wasn't in Detroit when that letter was postmarked. However, here's where things get really weird and interesting. There is a recently discovered authentic letter written to Henry Ford from Dillinger two months prior to that fake one, when that was released. In it, Dillinger writes, quote, Dear Mr. Ford, I want to thank you for building the Ford V8. As fast and as sturdy a car as you did, otherwise I would not have gotten away from the coppers in the Wisconsin-Minnesota case. Yours till I have the pleasure of meeting you, John Dillinger. So why this hoax letter two months after he sent a real one? Well, the theory is that Ford thought the letter was basically a golden publicity opportunity but it came off kind of too crass. It basically was a note thanking Ford for helping Dillinger evade the police. The second manufactured letter read more like a Ford brochure. So yes, Dillinger did actually write Ford thanking him for his Ford V8. And if that wasn't enough, Dillinger isn't the only criminal to thank Henry Ford. Through the two-year period from 1932 to 1934, during which Bonnie and Clyde engaged in a string of robberies in Texas and surrounding states, Clyde Barron repeatedly stole Ford V8 automobiles at every opportunity. Such was Clyde's appreciation for the Ford V8 that he penned the following letter. Mr. Henry Ford, dear sir, while I still have got a breath in my lungs... Oh yeah, it's Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Dear Mr. Henry Ford, sir, while I still have got a breath in my lungs, I will tell you what a dandy car you make. I have drove Fords exclusively when I could get away with one. For sustained speed and freedom from the trouble, the Ford has got you and every other car skinned. And even if my business hasn't been strictly legal, it don't hurt anything to tell you what a fine car you got in the V8. Yours truly, Clyde Champion Barrow. Fun fact, his middle name was not actually Champion, but when he was first arrested, when it was Clyde C. Barron, he just came up with something cool.
1: Well that sounds I would like the middle champion. name champion.
0: Yeah. So two times in the thirties, criminals had basically written to Ford saying I really like your cars. <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs> I like it. I should have included those in my list.
0: That's all right. <laughs> we'll let you
1: go on with your list here. Oh okay. So my my favorite serial killer, which is almost every girl's favorite serial killer. <laughs> Weird, right? Yeah, I think it mostly because, like, for some reason he was romanticized in like TV movies and stuff. Okay. And they had like, uh, they'd always have like the heartthrob of the time. Well, yeah,
0: he's played by Zach Efron.
1: Yeah, now he is. Um, anyway, so that is Ted, Ted Bundy. Bundy. Yeah. Right. Um, so Ted Bundy murdered a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And the way he did it is he would, he had his, what year was that? His 1968 Volkswagen Beetle. It was tan. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys talk about tan vehicles at some point?
0: Yeah, they're just terrible.
1: Yeah, they're terrible. Especially Um, a
0: beetle in 68. That's like the whole hippie movement. Wouldn't you think you'd have something like a little brighter, like an orange beetle?
1: I don't know. But he was really into, you know, young, long-haired brown girls. Brown-haired, long brown. (laughs) I knew what you meant. (laughs) Okay. Um, So they probably were like, oh, he's probably like super into... Pets? (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because he has a tan beetle. I'm trying to think of a way.
0: (laughs) He's he's more like a reserved gentleman, yeah, rather than like some hippie, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. He probably has a pet at home. (laughs) Is what's with the pet obsession, Jess? This is really strange. Oh no. Anyway. All right. So so Ted
0: Bunny, he had his very plain
1: plain tan beetle. Yes. Okay. Uh, and. What he would do is he'd he'd wear, like, a cast. He was super charming in the in the beginning before he got really creepy and weird.
0: Okay. And
1: uh, he'd wear, like, a cast on his arm or on his leg. And uh-huh. he'd be like, oh, pretty girl, can you help me? I, I just need help getting my books in my car because I'm, yeah. I'm really, really... I remember
0: watching one documentary about this.
1: Yeah. So Or, like, help me get my kayak on top of my beetle. I
0: don't think he had a kayak on his beetle.
1: Maybe. I don't know. Um, so what he would do is he'd get them over to the car because... Uh-huh girls are dumb and they'd be like oh sure I can't say no to helping you right even though this is super awkward why would you do this to me but right um so then he would like hit them over the head with uh with said tire, cast? Iron, tire iron
0: oh that's a lot worse than the cast
1: <laughs> yeah and he he'd taken the passenger seat out of the car and put it in the trunk or in the back seat or something Kay. so he could just throw them in the front seat and they'd be on the ground and nobody and could, no see one could see them um wow yeah so he gets pulled over at one point. Oh, really? And the With the ca-
0: body in the car?
1: Not with the body in the car. But, but the seat, seat is missing. The, yeah, the seat is missing. And at Kay. this point, people had been like, hey, I, there's this tan beetle, a guy named Ted. Who's He's like, been like, present at every single yeah, abduction site. Yeah. So they pull over his car because it sounds like the suspicious car that these people have been, you know, putting in tips for. Okay. Inside, they find a crowbar behind the driver's seat, <laughs> a box of large green plastic garbage bags, <laughs> an ice pick. A flashlight, a pair of gloves, torn strips of sheeting, a knit ski mask, a pair of handcuffs, a strange mask made from pantyhose.
0: <laughs> they also noticed- mean, He's just going on a BDSM skiing trip, yeah, Jess. Leave him alone. Don't even
1: worry about it. They notice the passenger seat had been removed and placed in the back seat. So they arrest him. And they go, Oh, we don't have enough evidence, so let's just let him go. <laughs> right?
0: As you do. <laughs>
1: yeah. So they kept him under constant surveillance, which seems a little weird because they pulled him over the first time in 1975, and it's not until 1977, after he's killed six more people. Wow! Like obviously he was under good surveillance. Yeah. Um, so they pull him over and get this, another stolen bug. (laughs) What color is this one? (laughs) This was also tan. (laughs) He just he just really. Why did
0: he steal the bug?
1: I don't know because towards the end he got really manic and yeah and that's when he was going off the rails re having sex with the dead bodies oh mm, yeah fun fact
0: <laughs> good so that's really why you're into this Ted Bundy oh
1: guy. yeah yeah Um <laughs> okay. that's why I, I I don't really understand why that's people love him so Virginia. much because that's that's weird um, uh, yeah, it is yes you yeah. are right about that yeah. Um, so eventually he's he's convicted of murder after he's escaped prison a few times because apparently it was really easy to do back then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh so he got electrocuted, killed thirty people, uh probably a whole lot more. yeah, um but right now his uh, Volkswagen is on display at Alcatraz museum, just like the o j car. so that's right. So road trip. me and you <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, well on that note, thank you guys. Uh, be sure to head over to patreon.com/overcrest. Check us out there for as little as five bucks a month. You can support the show. We have exclusive content. I'm actually going to be putting together another story that'll be out there next week exclusive to our Patreon members. Thank you guys, and we will see you next week.